Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Two Guys Drinking Beer. I'm Dennis. I'm Rob. And we would like to thank ScreenDiscourse.com for proudly hosting our podcast. Yes, thank you, Screen Discourse. Hey, Rob, what are we listening to this week? We are listening to The Trooper by Iron Maiden. Pretty interesting stuff. Why did you pick that one this week? Because we are drinking The Trooper by Iron Maiden. Yay! It is a premium British beer, handcrafted by Robinson's Brewery, Cheshire, England. Do the crack. All right, without any further ado... Kind of lackluster. I, I apologize. Cheers, mate. Excuse me. It's got an interesting flavor. It is a very beery beer. Yeah. It says charged with flavor. Yeah. Iron Maiden, one of the few bands out there that actually have a mascot. <laughs> Not something most musicians have. I'm trying to think now. Any other musicians that have mascots? Um, fudge, I can't think of any. Kiss? Well, fudge, Kiss? I can't either. Kiss is kind of a mascot, right? Cause the no, demons, right? No, They're kind of the mascots no. of the band. No, no. They, they, they just wear makeup. <laughs> it, it's actually them. All right, fair enough. Like, like, like the, the dude on the can, he's not real. That's not a real person. Yes, yes. So, Thanksgiving's almost upon us. Yep. We are a uh, few short days away from Thanksgiving. Your plans? Uh, just going to keep it local. I'll probably have a few family members come over the house, and uh, nothing too exciting. My mom's already seasoning the turkey and the ham. And the pork shoulder, that is as is tradition in a typical Puerto Rican house. Have you ever thought about like doing the turducken thing, or maybe taking the ham, putting it in the turkey, and having a tur ham? It has crossed my mind, but I don't think I have the skills necessary to actually pull it off. To be honest, it's not that you need a lot of skill. Mm-hmm. I've actually done a turducken. It just, it is a pain in the ass mm-hmm. to rip out all the bones. The chicken's easy. It's the fucking duck. That's the part in the middle, right? Yeah. Trooper doesn't agree with you. <laughs> it's good. Uh, no, it's it just. Because we did that. Well, we're going to have, you know, Thanksgiving here. And. We're going to see ice at the Gaylord Palms the day before with the kids. It's all nice. And we're just trying to make our plans throughout December. And it just, the sticking point always seems to end up being New Year's Eve. Because when you have kids, like, it's not really a kid-friendly holiday. Most things are for adults. I mean, if you do something at your house, it's one thing. I mean, I kind of, I don't know, for me, I thought it was always good to, to stay up late and, uh. Wait to 
see the ball drop in New York City and watch all the coverage, Dick Clark and everything. Just, well, no, I just there's a billion things to do for the holidays. Yeah, with kids up yep. until New Year's, then it's like <laughs> you're done. Just give them grape juice. It's the that, same thing. I mean, it kind of just it, it's not a bad holiday. It's just yeah. it's like the Sunday night of holidays. <laughs> like Thanksgiving's Friday, yeah, Christmas is, is Saturday, yeah. and then New Year's is just the Sunday it's night. Like Sunday, it's like oh. it's still a holiday, but you know you got to go to school the next day, yeah. so it's not as good <laughs> as the others. You know what I, I I the thing that I dislike about New Year's is pretty much what you've said. It's sort of like the Sunday of the holidays, but at the same time, uh, from January on to May, because of where we work, we don't have any paid holidays off during that right. stretch. That is the longest stretch yeah. of the year that we don't have a paid holiday. I, I know. Like once you hit, I think July fourth. Think you get one every other month. Actually, no, it's September. By September, you get one every other month. But uh, yeah. Well, you have what Labor Day, Memorial Day, and Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. And then you're back to waiting for Thanksgiving. And then Christmas, and then New Year's, Sunday and night then again. you're done. Yep. No, it just. I guess because I'm trying to figure out what to do. Well, my wife and I with the girls. Mm-hmm. A couple of times we went up to Daytona. It's nice if you can be right by where they do the ball drop thing yeah. and get to your hotel quick. Mm-hmm. It sucks ass if you got to wade through traffic with like a two-year-old. Yeah. So any plans for you on New Year's? No. No, I usually keep it low-key, stay inside. I know uh, some people like to go to the, the theme parks, but there's too many people. It's like one of the busiest days. I think the the top two busiest days of the year, for th- actually three, for theme parks is uh, Thanksgiving, New Year's Eve, Christmas Day. New Year's Eve and like the night before Thanksgiving are two of the biggest partying nights. Yes. Would you consider just going to like into Orlando to find one of the clubs or something? What am I going to do in a club? <laughs> Fair enough. Stand awkwardly in the corner, like fair, fair, fair enough. Who am I gonna kiss at midnight? Oh, everybody's already paired up. Oh, look at that nice young boy there. He doesn't have anybody to kiss. Oh wait, no, there is his girlfriend or boyfriend. Twenty nineteen. Point taken. <laughs> I saw something on Facebook. I can't forget what I, I can't. Re- I can't forget. I can't remember what it is. I think it's called trapping season. This time of year is what trapping season or ghosting season or something like that, where people get lonely because of the holidays, so they want to hook up with other people, and then they just end up breaking up in January. Mm, okay. Anything else sad? <laughs> oh, plenty of things. Okay, I just we had talked before about trying to watch that Charlie Brown Thanksgiving thing, so we could both talk about it. I think I was but, playing uh, music the entire. I don't think it could it could be heard, but there, I think there was music playing the entire time. <laughs> Still awesome. new to the stuff, yeah. Well, I didn't see it. Did you? No, I didn't. No, I don't think it's going to be on regular TV till like the night before. So we're going to yeah. miss that. 
I just like to reiterate that Snoopy is an asshole. <laughs> he has a, t- a turkey hidden in the garage turkey the whole time. Turkey hidden in the garage. It gives Charlie Brown and all the kids fucking popcorn and toast. You little freaking cocksucker. However, while looking for that, because <clears throat> my daughter Addie was there, like when I was like going to pull it up. Uh-huh. We ended up watching this other Charlie Brown one that I, I actually had saw when I was a little kid, and I totally forgotten about it. It's called Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. I have, I've never watched it, but. Because the running thing has always been there like, really aren't any adults. And if they are, they do the wah 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 bullshit. <laughs> yeah. They take these little kids, they send them to this camp, and there's still no adults. Like, even the one over the announcement things, like a kid. <laughs> How would anyone understand the announcements? No, but it, it was so messed up. And it was like. The tents had to like take each other on at events, and the big thing was the river race, uh-huh. which is where they got the title. And it, like, they're like, it took days to complete this thing. They like went around a mountain. And there's like snow and shit. Man. At one point, the like bad kid team switched the signs where they were like dynamiting the side of a mountain. And it's like, who the fuck lets these kids loose? <laughs> Just alone. Just parents. No, but but seriously, they, they were alone. They like ended up at finding a cabin in the woods. I get it. You don't like it. <laughs> I just take a <laughs> took a big gulp of uh, Trooper. I don't know. Uh, so Charlie Brown, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's no, a weird just, show. It, it was very weird, and it, I just I don't know. It really took me out of it. Mm-hmm. I guess it's an age thing. My daughter liked it. Oh, well, if she liked it, then that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's made for kids. I know, but it was also very predictable. <laughs> like when he's standing outside <laughs> talking about learning things and stupid shit won't happen to him anymore. You knew that the like, door was going to close on a school bus and take off without him. And he was going to have to get his dog to ride him home on a motorcycle. So you're upset that there wasn't a plot twist in a Charlie Brown? <laughs> or <cartoon>. a parent. <laughs> that could have been the plot twist. <laughs> you're, are you the kind of person that watches Scooby-Doo and goes, I knew it was that guy that worked the front office desk? No, but I'm the guy that every time there's a pause in something and there's a woman talking, uh-huh. before she says something, I go, she's pregnant. <laughs> Because eight out of ten times, she is. The views of Rob do not reflect the views of two guys drinking beer or screen. Yes, they do. It's very predictable. (laughs) Any movie or any TV show, when when they have the pause where she's trying to talk to the guy, Mm -hmm. she's pregnant. We need to talk. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm busy. I have to go out of town tonight. We need to talk immediately. Meet me somewhere if you want to meet me. Well, no. We need to talk. They're breaking up. No. (laughs) Okay, so you don't care about kid-friendly holidays. I'm okay with it, but I mean, well, I don't mean you hate them. I mean you like. I'm trying to tell you, it's hard to find a family thing, and you're yeah. like, I ain't got no kids. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna just sit, stand awkwardly in the club <laughs> at a quarter somewhere. <laughs> People are asking me for directions. <laughs> Where's the bathroom? Actually, I don't work here. Oh. Well, uh, before we move on, I think. Uh, we should talk about the big news story of the week that sadly Stanley passed away. Yes, he did. Well, he didn't pass away. He died. 
95 years old. I mean, geez, that's a that's a hell of a life. 95 years on Earth, and he spent a good portion of that bringing us just oodles and oodles of topics to talk about with his Marvel characters and everything else. So, uh, you know, he'll be greatly missed. I always liked that he tried to pretend he didn't invent Black Panther because of the Black Panther Party. Okay. I'm just saying, there are no Panthers in Africa. And that was geology. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there isn't. And he's like acting like, yeah, it's this black guy. He's Black Panther, and he's got this, and he's an African king, and... But no, 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 I didn't get any of this from the that, those Black Panther guys who I had a meeting with last week. This is all on my own. Okay, aren't we supposed to talk kindly of Stanley? At okay, the he did. No, well, it is. He came up with them. Okay, okay? he yeah. came up. With, and it just it's suck ass time that we live in that he can come up with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But then people call him a racist because he thought Spider Man, who he came up with. Should have stayed as Peter Parker and not broken off into Girl Spider-Man or Black Puerto Rican Spider-Man. Just his opinion. Mm-hmm. The opinions people, of Stan Lee do not reflect. Well, no, but people got mad at him. It was uh-huh. just, he was asked a question. I don't know. I think uh, some characters are pretty interchangeable. I think once it's done well, at least one time, then it, you know, people but, will. And it got me thinking. He had a point, though. Because Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yes. Okay, he just, he is. It's not Gwen Stacy. It's not Miles. You can create new superheroes for them. Mm-hmm. Or or you could, like, we talked the one day about if they have a black Superman. Yeah. That's cool. It's still from Krypton. You know, it's, you know the story. The Kryptonian comes down, the mm-hmm. whole thing. He's still Cal al or, you know, his dad still his dad. It doesn't really change. Yeah. But if you had it where it's black Superman, mm-hmm. but like his name's now Brian and he like changed the backstory. It's not really Superman. So you say you're pretty much saying if you keep the everything but just change the race, it's good. But if you change. Yeah. Everything... Yeah. I'm saying if they had wanted a black Peter Parker. Yeah. It would have been fine. Yeah. Oh, so. But if. By changing the Spider-Man thing to somebody else, uh-huh. it, it lessens Spider-Man. Hmm. Instead of being like, "Oh, well, I hire a black guy to be Spider-Man this time." I don't know. I don't think I agree. I think a name is just a name, whether it was Peter Parker. But, or but, but Miles the Morales. whole thing about it was Peter Parker was a whiny little bitch. Yeah. The whole thing, and they made him a kid for a reason. Uh-huh. When you change. Who they actually are, like, like when they're not being a superhero. Mm. You change the superhero. So I actually agree with Stanley. It should have just stayed with Peter Parker. If they wanted a different look, they could have tried a Puerto Rican Peter Parker or something else. But don't reinvent Spider-Man. All right. Well, uh, Stan, thanks, thanks for all your, all your contributions. Well, you, you will be missed. And I got this from the internet. But it's kind of sad that the only Marvel character who will be aware that Stan Lee died is Deadpool. Yes. 
And that is actually kind of sad when you consider how many he actually was involved with. Yes. Next. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Disney had a uh, Destination D event this weekend, and they announced the official names of the two rides coming to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at a, uh, at Disneyland in California and here at Walt Disney World at Disney's Hollywood Studios. The Millennium Falcon ride is going to be called Smuggler's Run, I think. Couldn't have gone with Kessel Run. I should have. I should have pulled it up before I started talking. I couldn't remember. It's okay, but but should have uh, gone with Kessel Run. <laughs> but it takes place during the Resistance era, th- during the J.J. Abrams years. So, can't they, they could have? They, I just I don't know. <laughs> and the uh, the other one that's uh, the Battle Escape. People were calling it the Battle Escape Ride. Uh, it's where you get to decide whether you want to be part of the resistance or the rebellion. Wait, no, that's not right. The resistance or the first order. And you go in, and it's sort of like uh, Men in Black at Universal Studios or uh, Toy Story Mania or Buzz Lightyear. Uh, you get to shoot at stormtroopers and at ads and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's pretty cool. It's going to be called Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. And the Millennium Falcon one is going to be called Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. I was right. Okay, cool. They're stupid for calling it that. Uh, at this you, point. You can't tie it into just this. Because, mm-hmm. like, they're going to do another movie, but yes. then those three are over, and they're going to move on. And a few years down the road, they're going to be super dated. Well, that's the thing is it's all screens. It's uh, Well, this Millennium Falcon ride is uh, screen-based. Yeah, now that's the way everything's going. So now. they can update it. Yeah, but then they got to change the name. I think Smuggler's Run is kind of just broad, like your Smuggler's. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you Smug- the other one though, Rise, Rise of, of the Resistance. Yeah, that, no. Yeah, but I mean, I think the next Star Wars movie is supposed to come out next year, 2019. Yes. You know, and that's when the land is supposed to open up. So Resistance is going to be something that's well, I guess part of it is this. To be honest, those are fine names. Mm-hmm. I just full disclosure because even though the last Jedi sucked so bad, I didn't go see Solo. Mm-hmm. I will at least see the last one of this. I, I highly and recommend just, Solo. And it just it, it like you know how I feel about the last Jedi, but like but J.J. Abrams is like trying to pretend it didn't happen or something. <laughs> He's like, well, it looks back as it goes, so we're getting Orlando. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck happened to letting the past die, bitch? Yeah, uh, it's not dead. You're, you're pulling out Lando again? I think they're trying to, uh, they're putting all their money on um, No, what I'm saying is they should, well, they're, they're going to lose. Mm. They, they put it in with Han Solo. The thing yeah. is, the nostalgia crowd was pissed off about The Last Jedi. That is a big part of why I think Solo tanked, for real. I highly recommend it. Because everybody you. who saw it seems to have liked it, for real. Yeah. But, but I, I, I don't agree with the... the I think if you're going to go with... I, I don't agree with what people are saying that uh, Star Wars fatigue was going in because... We no, get, we talked about that before. Yeah. It was because they didn't make good movies. Yeah. The Last Jedi sucked. 
We it's talked arguable. about how. No, we talked about how there's like ten Marvel movies in one year, uh-huh. and everybody will go see them. And hell, it's not even Marvel; it's just superhero totally, and people go see them. The Last Jedi is like way better than you know. Then, then let's say setting your testicles on fire. (laughs) You're correct. It is much better than that. I would rather watch The Last Jedi again Uh than set my testicles on fire. All right. Okay. It's good to know. But what I'm saying though is they made they made a point where they just said flat out to all you who grew up with Luke Skywalker and the old the original trilogy, fuck you. And okay, fine. We're getting older. They're trying to get a new crowd. You gotta steer into that turn now. You can't turn around. No, no, come back, nostalgia people. Come back. Look, we got Luke. He's a ghost now. Steve's not really dead. He's coming back. You can't do that. You you need to go at part of why The Last Jedi sucked is Ryan Johnson went in a totally other direction that JJ Abrams went. And it is really noticeable. You can't turn around and make the same mistake by trying to whip it back the other way. Am I explaining that clearly? Yeah, it makes sense. I'm just I'm, my question to you is, what did you want in the Last Jedi that you didn't get? What kind of story did you? What? Where would you have taken the story? Please don't, because that's about two or three episodes. Just we're right. just gonna go from here, okay? Okay, okay. But uh, the short answer is, actually, give a damn about what you're doing. And you know, to go back to how we got into this whole argument was or discussion, the Star Wars land. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge looks amazing from the footage that they're showing. And, uh, you know, if you get a chance, look up on YouTube. They have actual ride footage. And it's just, you know, it it is truly every Star Wars fan's dream come to life. Like, everything in the Millennium Falcon, with the exception of, you know, the screen in front of you, is real and practical. Can you play that little chess game? Uh, They have it in there. It's in the queue. I just don't know if you can play it. Well, I mean, I've, within reason. I yeah. mean, come on. And the the Rise of the Resistance ride is going to be f- super fun. I think that's going to be my favorite ride mm-hmm. of the whole thing. Like, I, I get sick on these well, simulator rides, so I probably won't do the Millennium Falcon one. Well, that's the thing. They're all becoming simulator now. It's not just this. The Universal's like yeah. that, too. But, I mean, the Rise of the Resistance is, is all... Sets and what, set what I love about Universal is that one Harry Potter one, uh, whatever the hell, where they're on the broomsticks. Yeah, yeah. It, it's making people sick. No, I, literally I, I, sick. I'll never go on that. And, one. and they decided, you know what we're gonna do? Let's put it in 3D. <laughs> uh, no, but okay, we already moved on. Since we're gonna do this, well, what I do just, you think? I ep- to, what do you think? Well, hold on, I just want to cap off. That they also released uh, new screenshots of the Star Wars hotel that uh-huh. uh, you get to pay like a thousand dollars. I mean, this is not confirmed, but All I right. assume it's going to be like a thousand dollars a night to dress up like a janitor and sweep the floors of the ship that you're on. <laughs> okay, is that all the announcements with that? All right, I guess we I guess we got to move on. Are, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Sucking Mickey's dick. <laughs> So what does mouse cum taste like? <laughs> Magically delicious. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Here it comes. Uh, Here it comes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. 
all right. <laughs> no, but, all right. How do you, since you brought up the S word again, <laughs> what do you think they need to do to close out this thing? I'm, I, you're the one that's upset. I like the, uh, I know you're upset. Going. So put something <laughs> good out. I just, uh, it's got to lead to a big fight between, like a legit fight between Ray and Kylo Ren. So again, never mind the kill the pass because they did that in the last one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's to me the only logical way to end the story. Well, do you think Kylo Ren has to die? No. Do you think he will? No, I don't see him dying. I don't see him turning either. Because, I mean, it's obvious that the people who didn't answer the signal at the end of Ryan Johnson's film mm-hmm. are going to show up for this because they need a big space battle because it's Star Wars, goddammit. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that, but, I mean, how? I think it'd be funny if they just had the Resistance win. <laughs> no, I mean, not the, if they had the First Order the win. The First Order win? Just- yeah. Completely obliterate everybody. Yeah, just like it opens up with they're all in the Millennium Falcon. They like fire a thing at it and it blows the Millennium Falcon up. So you just you want episode three all over again. That's not really episode three. Right. That was about Darth Vader coming up. Yeah, but they, they kill all mostly all the Jedi and Well no, this would be killing all of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, well everybody is now, even the little janitor boys now. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan Johnson. No, I think fall- Use the force. Not like episode three, but like Hold episode one. Hold on, let me get one. this joke out. Use no, the force. I was in the middle of one. Go ahead. Rock, paper, scissors. You get to tell no, me just go ahead. Use the force. Jedi. Oh, damn it. Fuck. I screwed it up. Go ahead. You go. I think they should just blow up the Falcon. It's done. And then you have Kylo Ren figure out that he has to actually rule the damn empire. And you make him have to fuck around with like trade negotiations and shit. And it ends the way episode one began. Kid is gracious. I do not want to see your movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're supposed to be going in a different direction, damn it. Remember Kill the Past? <laughs> Kylo Ren's like the Trump of, of, the, of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and like Ghost Luke appears and like fucks with them. <laughs> Puts like saran wrap on the toilet bowl and stuff. Yeah, he like goes to sign the thing, make something official. We can't find the pen because Luke took it. All right, well. I take it you don't like that. And now we know what the Monty Python version of Star Wars (laughs) would look like. (laughs) We are the Knights of Nye. No, uh, they would have made it good. (laughs) All right, we get it. You hate the, The Last Jedi. No, I'm not talking about that. I was talking about my version would be an awful movie. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying it'd be funny. It would be something. I have little thoughts like that sometimes. Like when people get mad about George R. R. Martin not finishing ga- um, the whole song of Ice and Fire or mm-hmm. Fire and Ice. I think it'd be funny if you just put out a book where it was just like a chapter or two of Ned Stark waking up in bed with his wife and finding out the whole thing was a dream. Oh, you want to pull the Wizard of Oz on it? (laughs) You were there, and you were there, and you cut off my head. Yes. (laughs) It's okay, Uncle Stark. And then the last thing is a raven showing up with the thing. (laughs) John Aaron is dead. 
and the king is King Robert's coming to see him. <laughs> and then you play the Curb Your Enthusiasm music at the end. And just to clarify, yes, I don't, I don't entirely blame Ryan Johnson. Like I said, there's a lot leading up to that where his hands got tied. Mm-hmm. I actually think he, aren't they giving him three movies to do on his own? Yeah, he's doing his own. If he could do like the first, second all together, plan it out ahead of time, uh-huh. and just have a consistent theme, I think it could actually be good. He's going to do his own uh, trilogy that's separate from yeah. the Skywalker. And the dudes that write Game of Thrones are doing their own separate trilogy. Yeah. And then you got John Favreau's doing The Mandalorian. And now they just announced that Cassian is going to get his own show from Rogue One. So, like, you got a lot of Star Wars stuff Well, you can't go so far with that one. And then you got the Resistance show on uh, Disney XD, the cartoon. It's a lot of a lot of Star Wars stuff coming up. I know. I'm just saying it's not solely at him. There, yeah. There's a whole lot that went wrong. Well, with a movie like that, like, your hands are always tied. You know, even the homeboy that did Rogue One was open and honest about you know, I had an original idea, and you know the studio didn't like it, so somebody else came in and did Captain some rewrites. Kennedy, like a fuck, no, get out. <laughs> They're very protective of their IP, their intellectual property. I know, but I mean, I... everything the mouse does is protective of their property. Well, that's why I think you need what Marvel has, and they have those lower tier superheroes where you can have. A little yeah. bit more creative feeling, uh, freedom. Yeah, and I think that's but, but what's... see all the care that they put into the Avengers. Yeah, the, the actual Avenger movies, mm-hmm. even Age of Ultron. That's what they needed to have been doing with their main movies with Star Wars, and, and branching off with the little ones. Yeah, it. They kind of did a DC move there. Well, I think they're kind of working towards that with their their shows and their new mm-hmm. trilogies and so on and so forth. So. I mean, I, you know as well as I do that we're going to be seeing Star Wars movies until the day we die. Like this. Is no, I'm going to see one day. more. <laughs> and then, unless I come out being like, "Holy shit, J.J. Abrams is a fucking genius!" Mm. I got to go back and watch Solo. <laughs> I got to go back and watch all these Resistance cartoons. <laughs> Dennis loves. Are you seriously ready to throw in the towel on Star Wars? Yes. Yeah. But they're doing the, so the, the, many more Disney things. decided to throw in the towel on people like me. So you have no interest in this Mandalorian show. No. You have no interest in the Cassian show, even though you liked Rogue One, right? No, I did. He was actually a cool character. I did like him. So you won't watch that because of the last I'm Jedi. saying it's unlikely. I'm not saying I won't. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's unlikely. But, I mean, you're already going to have access to the the Disney streaming service. So why wouldn't you take the time out to watch those shows? Is it because nobody in your family would watch it? Like you don't have your daughters motivating you to watch that stuff. Do you know my wife begged her to like have a costume like the rest of the family? Mm-hmm. And my daughter Addison refused to be anything but Ray. Yeah, but that she likes For like five different Halloween things. <laughs> she likes Ray. Do you think she'll like, the other Star Wars stuff. Because we're talking about a casting show, but we're not talking yeah. about Jin. Jin's not in this, no. at least from what we've known. 
Well, so, well she doesn't just like girls. She like really did like Spider Man. Uh-huh. It's she, she likes Spider Man Homecoming. It, it's why she took the Avengers ho- so hard. Yeah, but isn't that affection to Spider Man? Don't you think that's part of because Spider Man is portrayed as a child and she's a child? So when she looks up at the screen, she sees somebody that she can. I suspect. I don't know, uh-huh. but I suspect. She thinks the guy who plays Spider-Man is really cute, and she doesn't want to tell her dad that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It, it's just the feeling I have. No, no, no love for Iron Man? I mean, that beard is amazing. Goatee or whatever it is. <laughs> Meow. All right, I think we've ranted enough on this. Any, you, you said you had some news for this week, right? Well, you took the Stan Lee bit from me. <laughs> And I was trying to do a whole holiday thing, and uh, you're like, well, no, I just stand. No, I, I stand. I, I just, <clears throat> I, I, I got I know, myself I a really... hole in the backyard. Sometimes my mom throws food down there. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, like, another death in recent memory that's so, affected but, but me do you this get much. How... Oh, okay. Like, I, I can't think of one that's really shocked me to the core, like Stan. Like, I mean, we knew... Stan was on his way out. Like, he was 95 already. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I don't even think he was creating anything. Else. So I don't know why. But, uh. Wasn't like the last thing he did professionally was like Stripperella? Like Pamela Anderson? I don't, I'm going to look that up now. I don't even remember that. What the heck? He was part well, of that? Don't look it up now. I'm just saying. We're... He was a part of Stripperella? Yeah. That would be interesting to see. I just remembered the commercial for it. Where he was like staring at Pamela Anderson's breasts, be like, "I want to touch them," and like it was a joke. And Pam's mm-hmm. thing was like, "He's doing it again. Someone get him, get him away." Tripperella. It was when did it come out? It, it's not that important. You, you can look up strippers later. <laughs> really, two thousand three to two thousand four. A long run, huh? Yeah. And let's see, he was in charge. Okay. Holy crap, Stan Lee has credit as one of the creators. I, I just told you that. I know, but I didn't believe you. <laughs> Obviously, you just looked it up in front of me like I'm making it up. That's amazing. I'm totally blown away now. No, but I, I get you. It's weird how people you don't know, sometimes like a celebrity death can affect you. Uh-huh. I remember when Tom Petty died. It wasn't until he died that I realized I actually liked Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds a little weird. I'm I'm not a big fan, so I mean, well, I think I think I think mine sounds even weirder. Well, you don't have to be a fan. My point was, you know, it was like somebody we really think about. Yeah. Like when David Bowie died, I was bummed. Yeah. When Prince died, I was bummed. Mm-hmm. Tom Petty died, I was like, oh, you know what? I actually did like his music. I think every generation has had some kind of love for Stan Lee, whether it be the comic book generation that read the comics or the cartoon generation that saw the cartoons of these superheroes or the Marvel Universe generation now that watches these movies and looks forward to his cameos. And to know that 
it's limited at this point now. I mean, they shot a bunch in the can, so he'll be in the next few movies. And but at one point, yeah, you know, but it's you end. could always do like have him on a poster in the background. Yeah, have like him on a TV giving an interview as somebody walks by. Yeah. Uh-huh. There, if you want to keep that going, you can keep that going. Yeah, but I, I mean, we'll always when you see that, you'll know in the back of your head that he's gone, that he's he's not here anymore. You are such a delight. <laughs> I didn't want to come back to this. You just do. Yeah. I just it's it's hard. It's it, it is it is what it is. Well, if you'd quit dismissing my feelings when I'm talking, I'm just saying. You're like I, understand. I, I didn't like Tom Petty, but I mean, he died, and I was like, you know what? I kind of like his music. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I really was bummed when David Bowie and Prince died. I was even mad too. I'm like. What? Oh, go uh, ahead. I, you don't like them either. I no, I'm it. listening. No, I, I um, like Prince and I like David Bowie. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite Bowie song? Starman. Okay. <laughs> Under your Pressure is pretty good. Song. That was a Queen song. Okay. And did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? I have not seen it, no. Uh, I was going to see it, but then my wife wanted to see it with me. Uh-huh. But then she's like, I don't want to go out and see a movie tonight. So I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Just, I wish we had the soundboard right now because it'd just be. Whoosh. Well, no, I'm gonna see it. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out is she coming or not. <laughs> I guess you, you don't want to see it. Your Dave, your favorite David Bowie song. Since you're gonna give me shit for my song. Actually, it's one of the later ones. It's not heroes or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. I'm afraid of Americans. I don't think I've heard that one. Is that on his? Uh, the it was last with album? Trent. No, it was before that. It, okay. it was uh, with Trent Randisner and he produced it. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Prince? Then I was trying to move on, but if we're going to do this, <laughs> uh, don't say anything from the Purple Rain album. I was going to say When Doves Cry. I don't know if that's for Purple Rain, but it I really, is. I really like When Doves Cry. It's even in the movie. I've, I've never seen the movie. I'm not the biggest. You fan. know what? I just I was a fan. Jeez. No, it just I was bummed. I'm like, damn, Bowie's dead. Prince is dead. Ted Nugent's still fucking healthy and around. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Good die young. Uh, no, but I had a something I was trying to say, but you kept interrupting me. Go ahead. Well, no, now I don't remember. And it was really good. <laughs> like, like, it was one of the best things I would have said. Oh, sure. No, it was. putting pretty high praise on stuff that come out of your mouth. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, we'll go back to Bohemian Rhapsody. There's that, and then I've got to take... Uh, my daughter Addison to see Ralph breaks the internet. I want to see that, and I want to see uh, Instant Family. It came out this week. Uh, I don't have any interest in the Harry Potter stuff or Fantastic Beasts. My mom did go see um, Bohemian Rhapsody, and my mom hates everything, and she said this was pretty phenomenal. Hmm. So no, it's gotten good reviews. Yeah. Queen was like one of my favorite bands growing up. And yes, when I was a kid, I was shocked to learn that he was gay. 
mm-hmm. even though he was a front man of a band called Queen. Yes. And he came up with songs like Wanting to Break Free. Mm-hmm. But I was young. That's like when and actually, El- I, it always kills me because the big fight with Freddie Mercury is, was he gay or was he bi? Because apparently he fucked a lot of women too. I think they bring that up in the movie. But if I'm not mistaken, didn't he say something in an interview that bi didn't exist at that time? That if you slept with men, you were automatically given the stigma of being gay, whether you were with... Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember if that's a direct quote or if somebody was just analyzing the error. No, I I believe it. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting now that... (sighs) (laughs) No, but... Really, what I think it is is my wife wants to see that Nutcracker thing. I was like, no. Yeah. That... When she was like, okay, I'll get the girls, and he's like, D- yeah, no. Nobody no. wanted to see that. I'm I, sorry. I, she's like, I don't want to see Ralph with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to see that. Oh yeah. I just want to see him wreck stuff. Yeah. It's <clears throat> my favorite part of the movie. I don't. I don't. I, you know, every once in a while. I, I get that thought in my head, like, what were you thinking, Disney? <laughs> I'm like, not Nutcracker. It'll be great. They'll sell great tickets. I don't know. I think we're kind of... I'm interested to see how Mary Poppins does. Because, once again, you're trying to sell nostalgia, but I don't think there's enough nostalgia for Mary Poppins. There's only one Mary Poppins to me. And he's blue. It has a little whistle needle thing. Only one. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh, did you? There was a speaking of which, there was a story, a rumor that came out that there's a a director in line for possibly directing Guardians Volume Three. I forgot the guy's name, but I I think it's kind of interesting that out of nowhere, a story has come up that uh, directors in the front run. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you can argue that the director is a be-all, end-all of a, of a movie, but to go back to... It depends on the director, and it depends on what they're doing. Well, to go back to what we were talking Look about Look at earlier, anything Stanley Kubrick ever did. Do you think anybody else not named Stanley Kubrick would have done it? To talk, what I was trying to say before I was really interrupted twice was <laughs> to go back to Bohemian Rhapsody. I should ask you that question. Uh Brian Singer was the original director, but he, I guess he just never showed up to work, and some other dude was in charge. And you know, there are also some other things going on with him. I just, I think, uh, you know, for a director to get sole praise, and I, you know, they usually get a lot of praise for uh, the success or the failure of a movie. You also have to factor in more people that are working behind the scenes, like the editors and the director or second unit and director of photography and all these other people like there there's more than one person at work here that's why i said i would be willing to give ryan johnson a chance with his own thing Mm -hmm. because he's not the only one who just shit all over star wars back to you that's the end of my my thought Uh uh-uh I just know I don't want to see the Grinch. I've seen enough Grinch stuff. I don't know why they got to keep remaking the same goddamn things. 
for the same reason that they remade it with Jim Carrey because that was the first introduction of their. Yeah, Grinch. but that was the first like movie Grinch. Yes, uh, I'll give it a little bit of slack. When they announced that they were doing a Grinch movie, I thought it was going to be live action. I immediately thought live action. It had to have been. And then when I found out it was cartoon CGI, I was like, it just, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a, a po- good it's a good little cartoon. Yeah. But it's like, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. But that's all you need. You gain the strength of 10 Grinches plus two. It <laughs> kind of like, remember when we were? I was going off about the the Hobbit movies? Yeah. And there's a really good, it was like 45-minute like cartoon movie version from like the 70s. Yeah. And, and it was perfect. You don't need to make three, three fucking hour movies over a little tiny kid's book. Just like you don't need to make a whole movie out of a 20-minute little cartoon about a green guy who doesn't like Christmas. <laughs> An even shorter book, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, I heard that they're putting in, like, Cindy Lou Who subplots and stuff. So, and it's like, yeah. why? <laughs> she watched her parents die in the back of an alley. <laughs> of now Christmas alley. is all she has. <laughs> now Christmas, she dons the cape and the cow. See? <laughs> Keep going. I want to I see that movie now is, is uh, Cindy Lou Who as Batman. Where are the presents? Where are the presents? But see how you kept the same origin story together, even <laughs> though Batman is now a woman in yeah, this? Uh-huh. Thus, there's no need for Spider-Gwen. <laughs> because you have Peter Parker. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess if you really wanted, you could have like a Paula Parker or something. But, you know, the, the core, when you change that, you change who it is, and then you're just stealing a title. I think some of us got you, Stan, even if not all of us did. I think in this day and age when you're trying to include more races and more. Yeah, yeah, by all means. I told you it's fine to have Asian Spider Man, Black Spider Man. Uh Just keep him Peter Parker. Is it really so far out there that some black guy could be named Peter? All I know is that people are going to complain no matter what you do. Right. So I think it's just easier to wipe your hands clean of it and just make a brand new character, maybe with the same name or diff- same somewhat of an origin story, and then move it to a different direction. And I agree, your way could work too. I mean, I'm not against... like You mean the, Stan Lee's way? Stan yeah, Lee's, Stan Lee's way. way. Okay. Uh, the Human Torch in the, in the latest Fantastic Four debacle movie was... Played by Michael B. Jordan, who is a which black guy. was fine. My yeah. problem with that is his sister was white. Just make them both black. You were just saying about this day and age and diversity. Uh-huh. Honest to God, the American public can handle a movie with two black people in it. <laughs> you didn't have to jump through hoops to make his sister white. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a studio exec, so I don't know what went into that, but. I agree. It's not the worst thing in the world. They could have done it easily. They could have made the whole team black. I mean, I mean, look at what Black Panther has done. And going back to Black yeah, Panther. Yeah, but honestly, that's not going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. As well as, it was a good movie. It wasn't great. It was as good as Thor Ragnarok, I thought. Yeah. 
<clears throat> that's what pushed that so far. I mean, for me personally, I, I wouldn't put it in my top five. I wouldn't put Black Panther in no. my top five. And it, and it's not nothing that I didn't like about the story. I just, I don't know, it doesn't, the character doesn't speak to me as well as, a, you know, like a Spider-Man. Like, I, I enjoy seeing the Spider-Man movies. Like, they're very You like the flawed ones where they're bitching about, like, this and that. <laughs> they're very lighthearted and, and what, especially this last one <clears throat> coming. And even though Black Panther had its moments where it was lighthearted, mm-hmm. it also got to a point where it was very serious and very real and very gritty. And, you know, that's great and all, but... Well, I mean, in the same vein, you could say that about other films. Oh, yeah. And trying to... Going for gritty. Mm-hmm. And then you have others that, you know, try comedy or this or that. I had a point somewhere about... <laughs> Okay, like like the whole thing, because the undertones of Black Panther, you had a lot of racial oppression in this and that. Yes. You could have those same undertones with, say, a Native American superhero. Yes. Okay. That's part of their makeup of who they are. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of keep Peter Parker to just the kid in high school, you know? Yeah. Certain things you really shouldn't try changing that much. I don't really mind, actually, because I keep saying it was Stan Lee's thing. It was just him being asked the question. He answered. Yeah. And people get way too uptight when people just answer simple questions. Like yes. Because the truth is, whatever you make Spider-Man or any of them, you're putting him in a world where getting bitten by a poisonous radioactive spider doesn't kill you. Yeah. It gives you superpowers. And you're the only one that gets bit by this spider. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same people who got mad that Ildris Elba was a Viking in Thor. <laughs> Sexiest man alive this year. Ildris Elba. Sexy space Viking. I really hope they make him 007 after Daniel Craig. That would be interesting to see. See, I don't really pay attention to James Bond anymore. I didn't like Daniel Craig. I thought he was. The, I thought the direction they just took everything with that was too American. How many of the Daniel Craig movies have you seen? The first one in part, uh, the Casino Royale, and some of the whatever the fuck. Quantum Saul, of Solace. Yeah. Yeah. So you haven't seen Skyfall? No. Okay. Or Spectre. If you want cheesy, you can have Roger Moore. If you want suave, you have Sean Connery. That's mm-hmm. about it. Pierce Brosnan's not a good Again, one. like, I'm fine with Eldris Elba. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with the black Bond because mm-hmm. he's British. My thing with the Daniel Craig Bond is they made him too American-like. Mm-hmm. It just, there was a certain British badassness yes. to old-school Bond mm-hmm. that's just not there anymore. Like, I'm waiting him to come back from a mission, and there's, like, this Detroit police sergeant behind a desk going, Christ, Bond, what was this about? (laughs) I'm getting too old for this shit, James. I was two weeks away from retirement. (laughs) No, I'm serious. That's the feeling I got. It wasn't British enough. I mean, definitely Casino Royale is my favorite. 
of the the four movies that they've made so far. Uh, Skyfall's pretty good. It's a uh, it's a bit of a man. It was just such a complex way of like smacking them in the nuts. <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, when they were smacking them in the nuts with the chair, oh, and uh, Casino Royale, yeah. <clears throat> just punch his crotch. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> That's what you want to see is a super villages put dick punch pod. Tell me your secrets. Tell me your secrets. It's better than the nad chair. I don't think but I don't think it was hitting his nads. I think it was hitting his butt cheeks. No, it was his nads, wasn't it? it I think was it was everything down there. I don't it's go back and find out. You can report back <laughs> next episode. I don't think they put a camera up there. Like, is that a testicle that just got hit? <laughs> is that one of Mickey's testicles? <sighs> I just, I, I don't know. I like, I like the Bond stuff. I didn't, I haven't watched I like a the lot older of the Bond uh, stuff. I haven't really watched the older ones. I have to go. I back mean, and watch okay, them. okay. There are a lot of Hackney stuff. Can we go a little longer? Uh, but like, some of you got to realize how things were when it was made. Yeah, I know it's hokey when she comes out. Uh-huh. She's like, my name's Pussy. Pussy galore. <laughs> but it just. Have you ever seen Blazing Saddles? I know you're going to hate me, but I'm going to say no. And I know it's on Netflix and I have it on my watch list and I'm going to put it on my list of things. To... I, at work, I've been collecting a list of things to watch. Then in my we're going to stop and just move on. Please watch it before we do another one of these. Okay, I will put it on my agenda for this week to watch Blazing don't, Saddles. Don't don't put it up there with Haunting of Hill House. I actually, do no, it. for real. I'll I'll uh, probably be after Thanksgiving I'll because watch it. it is a classic. It is genius, mm-hmm. and it could never be made now. I mean, zero chance of it. Yeah. So we'll wait till next time with that. So. I mean, so we've talked about James Bond, <laughs> Queen, and Iron Maiden. I guess this is our British episode. <laughs> and Stan Lee, too, right? Yeah, we talked Stan about Stan Lee. Lee. Do you make any British characters? I don't know if he's made any British characters. Has there been any British characters in the Marvel Universe that we've seen on this big screen yet? I don't think on the big screen, but I somehow remember an X Men cartoon with a bunch of them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Professor X. He's pretty British. No, no. It's something else. What the hell are you playing? The William Tell Orchestra? No, it's the, two cellos. The, lone... oh. the Trooper. It's called The Trooper. I don't know if it's anything. No, man. This is The Lone Ranger. What? I gave you the best send-up for British. Just put on something by Iron Man. I don't care what. Just play it. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. <clears throat> For you artist. For those listening at home, the very first Iron Maiden song I ever heard was the song Iron Maiden from, well, the album Iron Maiden by Iron Maiden. This would be Run to the Hills. Yes. We'll end it on this. It's a top two most listened to on Spotify. I don't think they have a beer for this one, but we'll go with it. <laughs> anyway, this has been Two Guys Drinking Beer. And we'd like to thank, as always, ScreenDiscourse.com for providing the hosting for our podcast. Thank you. Yes, we do. He is Dennis. I'm Rob. And y'all have a good night. <laughs>